once again to El Cuco's show. Yeah, right. Not El Cuco's show. That Cuco comes up to you. You better run. You better hide that brain of yours. Anyway, today we're going to talk about some wonderful things here. With me is L1. L1, how you doing today? I'm doing good. This is so not El Cuco's show. This is not a hostage situation. Hi, <laughs> El Cuco. <laughs> El Cuco hears you. He'll come at night, mess with your ego. Mm. So you're listening to, well... Bibix. Bibix. Brain snacks. It's a brain snacks today, right? It's a brain yeah. snacks. Yeah. What does it mean to be promotable? Well, you know, I wouldn't know what that means at all because every time I try to be promotable, something else has to happen, right? Hmm. I think I'm promotable, and the you know, the, you know the studio says, "Yeah, you know, I'm going to promote you to you know a little chair there we call for kids. You can sit up on it, you know." And oh no! Do I have to say any more about that? <laughs> So L1, today's show is pretty interesting. Um, I really like the topic. Did Mother put you up to this? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Probably because yeah. it's a it's a very highly misunderstood topic. For, the, for those of you joining us today, this is all original material. It's all, you know, in your face kind of thing. So don't get mad at me. I know the world's going in chaos right now. But that's okay. We're trying to get the chaos back. Some of us do not want to be in chaos. I think all of us don't want to be in chaos. But, you know, the issue is, uh, you know, we, we've been pent up for long enough. We're trying to exercise a few demons some of us have gone a little overboard on it but it's okay so we're here to talk about business how your business uh, how to run your business how to do a home business financial um, and emotional intelligence um, as well as some of the opportunities out there if you don't have an opportunity we have one for you don't worry about it uh, this is a one-stop shop where we give we give it to you all the way it is and uh, before i go on l1 what do you got to say to us today all right well first off I'd like to say that you know, Become the Source is a self-sponsored broadcast assisting you to find your way through life. Now, this Brain Snacks is also self-sponsored, and it's made possible by the Dynexum Project. Now, the Dynexum Project actually helps individuals in social media create multiple streams of income doing what they do best, and that's, well, it's promoting their content. Now, for free information, you can go to www.becomethesource.com. And, uh, you know, to listeners of this broadcast, you can actually get cash back on just about anything you need or you want from your favorite stores, all while doing it from the safety of online. Just visit our link at shopping.becomethesource.com. Get everything you need all the time that you always get from your favorite stores, or like I said, try something new. It's at shopping.becomethesource.com. Your purchases... And uh, your purchases will directly contribute to BTS and all the uh, projects. Uh, so, yeah, welcome aboard. You're now part of the resistance. And finally, the uh, FDA disclaimer here. First of all, any statements that we do say regarding health or health products have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and they are for educational purposes only. So the products that we talk about are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Always consult with your physician before beginning any diet and exercise program. I do like to say that because I've actually been trying something that I've, I've been loving, a product of the day, I guess. It's a vitamin B complex from the Isotonics line. I love that stuff. How do you like it? Oh, you know what? Well, first of all, I take it in the morning because if I take it at night, I can't sleep. But, you know, when I do take it in the morning, not only does it help wake me up, but it also helps with um, keeping me focused, helps me concentrate better. And you know what? If I have a headache, for some reason, vitamin B always helps me with my headaches. That's just me, though. Like I said, find I, I out for yourself. I happen to take the um, 
the collagen uh, oh. to help out with the, and also the OPC3 from the same company. That's another isotonic? Uh, yeah, it's another isotonic. Nice. Except for the collagen. Collagen is pretty good. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, yeah. Also, for people that are like over 23 or something like that, you can take uh, Secretagogs. Secretagogs help with the um, HGH, human growth hormone. And you go like, human growth hormone, what is that? Well, you know how your tissue repairs and all that stuff? Well, human growth hormone helps you repair your own tissue. And the thing is, it's not... Human growth hormones for someplace else, that's illegal in some countries. It's uh, promoting your own your own to create your own. In other words, it's all you, 100% you. Imagine that, 100% you. Wow. That's unheard of nowadays, right? 100% <laughs> you. Well, you know what? They can definitely find out for themselves. Like I said, uh, they can visit shopping.becomethesource.com. So. And when you go there, by the way, you'll be handling with uh, one of us, either Luna and I, Lexi AI, or uh, no, the and also L1 will be your guide. So it's not like you're going to go to shop and not know who's on the other end it's gonna be us we'll, we'll take care of you so young lady nemesis can i call you nemesis sure electronic invention i want you to see it looks something like this all right all right all right so first of all what does it mean to be promotable let's get one thing straight we're going to talk about first about what being promotable isn't. In other words... Yeah, give me a definition because that is crazy. What is well, being the, prom promotable? Well, no, I'm going to talk about what the concept of promotable is, is how it's highly misunderstood, first of all. I'm going to tell you what it's not. See, a lot of people believe that being promotable means you just work hard enough. You're promotable. <laughs> oh, get out of here, El Cuco! El Cuco's <laughs> listening to you today. Hard work's important. But it's not necessarily just work hard enough and you'll be promoted. That's a myth. Another big misunderstanding. People believe that being promotable has nothing to do with owning your own business and being an entrepreneur. We did say that bi uh, Business in a Box or Bibix also focuses not only on entrepreneurs and people who are self-employed, but people who are uh, employed and are trying to make their lives better. People think that the word promotable only has to do with working in corporate America. They think, hey, I don't have to worry about being promotable if I own my own business. Well, isn't, wow. that, the, isn't that the problem with the, what the humans have uh, called the association factor where you associate things together? And even, even animals have it too. Pavlov's law kind of proves it, right? Ring a bell and they associate that with food and then they behave that way. So the word promotable just means to what? Well, first of all, people don't know that being promotable is a series. It's actually what it is. It's a series of skills and conceptual knowledge. So you're talking about being corporate promotable, like at your job. No, business, this is something that, that can when I when I I'm talking conceptually. It's a series of skills and conceptual knowledge that can apply ah, across the so spectrum. This is a formulaic. Exactly. Okay, I can follow that. <laughs> and by the way, being promotable is not just a talent you're born with. You can learn it. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and jump into it. So being promotable, yes, it's a series of skills and conceptual knowledge. And I'll talk about these skills and conceptual knowledge. I'll break that down in a minute. But here's the really best part. Want to know the secret of this? Tell me a secret. This can be learned. No. Yes, it can. According to human scientists, after the age of about 23, you're in trouble. And definitely after the age of 35. Okay. According to them, you're, 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 you're like a sack of rocks. Okay. But then there's also new knowledge. And I don't think it's new, actually. I, I think it's knowledge that's always been here. There's also conflicting knowledge that says that you can 
learn new skills yeah. past the age of 30. Well, you let's can. talk about that. Let's talk about that real quick because I, I agree with you. You know, you can learn new, new knowledge, but will you is the question. Exactly. Will, and, and, and will you is not even the question because, you know, I'm sure you get hit by a rock or, you know, say you you live in the south, right? Yeah. Uh, it's somewhere where, you know, it only rains, right? We're talking like south, the equator, okay? Oh, okay. Where south it only equator. rains, right? And all of a sudden you go somewhere where it hails. I'm sure you will learn very quickly new knowledge about iced water falling down on your head. First, oh, you're confused and probably scared like, you know, like Henny Penny. Oh, no, this guy's falling down. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but then but then later you go, oh, that's, that's hail. And you go, oh, hail, no. And then you're going to say to yourself, I don't want to do this anymore. So you do learn constantly, but to what degree, right? Well, exactly. I mean, right. you gotta you got to know your boundaries and limitations of yourself. And you got to know the, the boundaries and the limitations of the company that you want to be promoted at or the business that you're that you're doing. So quick tip for learning is basically, first of all, you have to have good nutrition, good health, good retainability, right? Because mm-hmm. without that, neurons don't fire properly, like the spark plugs on your car or the thing on your, on your kitchen, the little pilot. And if you have an electrical stove, it's a little bit different, but no electricity, okay? You get it? So there's no, no, nothing hot wiring into the brain, then you're in trouble. So you're going to need that piece first. And then you're going to have to challenge yourself, right? Correct. You're going to have to read up in the company. Um, those are the tips. Read up in the company. Uh, and then you're gonna have to read up on what they want, right? Yep. Because isn't is a skill. The word skill would is specifically the word skill is a word that says it is for something specific. Exactly. Skills are not you know air air like everywhere, and even air can be specific. But what I'm trying to say, you don't go outside, you breathe air, and then you're gonna be promoted. You're gonna have to learn a skill, something very specific to what you need to overcome. That, you know, uh, <clears throat> that boss of yours who thinks you're not worth it. What do you think? No, I think that's correct. That you do have to do your research. Man, I know you these humans. Be, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to be realistic about the boundaries and limitations of the company or the business. And you do have to get out of your own way. But let's break it down. So when I say that being promotable is a series of skills and conceptual knowledge, what are these skills and conceptual knowledge pieces? Don't so they got, vary, though? They do. Okay. So this is, these are just, I'd say some important ones. I think, you know, but research has shown that these skills and, and conceptual knowledge. Can I say one guys, that, that most people miss real sure. quick? Body language. True. Body language is your first skill set. You mean, you know, if you look like you're always angry and you're always going to fight or you're always scared or you're embarrassed all the time. I mean, that can grow on, a, on somebody's nerves and they say, you know what, you're just not ready for the responsibility we're about to give you. So look up some videos on YouTube on body language. Yep. Because so that's, that's the a, first skill. Before you even open your mouth, that's what comes out is your body language. It's true. Posture so first and skill, all that, you know? Yeah, so first skill, be aware of your body language, yours and others. It's first one, number one. Second one, be willing to go the extra mile and have proof of it. So that means you have to document. You oh, have to be able you're to, being sneaky. Of course. You're being sneaky. For example, every single thing that you do, have like a OneNote. That's a good tool to have, right? A OneNote. And you say, hey, I did this, I did that. And you know what? I, I'm going to say this because people think, oh, you're being conniving. I go, no, you know, the boss forgets. 
he's always in a jam. He's always in a pickle. Well, in the pickle jar. Uh, he is the pickle. And uh, he's always trying to get out of hot water, right? Because he's got to meet other criteria. He, he's got other demanding issues. And he's going to forget what you've done. Exactly. Don't take it personal. People forget. People can, you are say, so- can you say the more you do in smaller increments, the longer it will look like you you can show those skills off? I would say it's so. Repeatable? I would say so. Yeah, definitely. Plus, as being repeatable, it's able to be mastered, I think. Oh, yeah, both ways. Yeah. I like that. Well, yeah, yeah, I like you. Yeah, you're on this thing, man. <laughs> okay, third skill. Third skill, being able to teach and pass on your current skills to another person. Why? Why you know, should you be school, able to do that? Old school people, they're like, I'm not going to teach you anything because you're going to steal my job. Hmm. You know, they used to think that. Exactly. But, but we live in a collaborative environment for the most part, depending on your country or where you are in the States or wherever. I don't know where you are. But depending on who you are in your job and whatever, if you show that you're willing to collaborate, I think you're a better, you become a better asset. Right. But then you have to learn like how to speak and how to share properly. Right. Exactly. You can't be like, yo, Sammy, Sam, I told you, I, I told you, son. You can't be doing like that. Right. Exactly. So it teaches you to manage and communicate better. Also, which are also vital skills too, but guess what? If there's been so many cases of people saying that the reason, one of the reasons why they weren't able to get promoted was because nobody else could do the job that they currently had. That was the reason. In other words, nobody else was there. They didn't take the time to teach somebody to follow in their footsteps, not following the footsteps to... Wait, wait, are you saying they weren't promotable because nobody could do their job? Exactly. And the company <laughs> said, we Where's can't... Where's cook on that one? <laughs> <laughs> there he is. <laughs> exactly. Oh, about self-sabotage. I'm no, sorry. That's exactly. Funny. I mean, it's, it's so funny. People say, well, I'm not going to teach my skills to anybody because I don't want anyone to steal my job. It's like, but then you're the only one who has the job when you'd want to get promoted. So therefore... You can't get promoted because the camp, the company can't afford to lose you. Oh, my you. gosh. You know, that gives a whole new perspective on de- delegation. Doesn't it? <laughs> okay. Ready for the fourth skill? I'm ready for this fourth skill. Where do you get these things? Anyway, you <laughs> well, do a lot of research. I really like I, I like working with you. Oh, yeah. And these, these are all high-impact um, skills. Like these can not only do these cover if you're in a corporate world, but also if you're self-employed or if you're an entrepreneur. These are vital skills. These are very high-impact skills. Well, okay. you know, Steve Covey, the, old, the, the, uh, the legendary people that have written books on you know how to influence win friends i mean they'll they'll agree with you know most of the stuff here not all of it oh yeah oh good to know good to know yeah i've read those books so you know fourth skill because we have a total of six skills um and a couple of other solutions here but fourth skill high emotional intelligence they say that one of the most common productivity killers is the constant distractions caused by an undisciplined emotional makeup of a person. Let me repeat. So discipline and high emotional intelligence. Hmm, don't see those things, two things going together in my matrix. How do you distinguish between the two? First of all, discipline has to do with being able to willfully cut out distractions and create consistency which may something. mean you have to control those emotions of yours right exactly because your emotions can be a distraction well I, yeah i could see that 
the uh, you can see that. I mean, that that's yeah, that's a huge plague of humanity. Obvious, yeah. As soon as you walk in the room, people already judge you from past behavior. You don't want them rolling your eyes and then thinking you're going to be promotable. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So you you got to have that that control over your emotions and and, and you know I I think that in uh, the corporate world as well as the business world, I think we go in with incorrect ideas. I think we go in there thinking I, I'm going to work for the man. And the man's going to pay me, and then it's almost like a demand on things, right? Rather than, than you know, hey, John, uh, what's on the agenda today? I want to make sure that, you know, we cover all bases. It's more of a collaborative, uh, unique situation. And I, I do think that there are some old-timers that don't like that. You know, they, they kind of see that as, a, you know, you got to pay me respect hmm. because I've been here longer than you have. Look at my eyes. Look at my <laughs> eyes. I, I can't. You've got cataracts all over them. Just kidding. But what I'm saying is the old timers sometimes do not like that. Right? So you got to kind of gauge it kind of right. But I think more of a collaborative. Either way, people want you to collaborate. I think that holds water on all bases. It's just how much do you show that collaboration? Exactly. But you know, that's a great segue to the fifth skill. Fifth skill. Alignment to the people that you want to work with in I your promotion. coming. See? In other words, you know what they say? You've, a lot of people have heard the saying, like, you have to dress... Dress not like your current job, but dress one step up. Yes. The reason why people say that well, is because... in the esoteric world, that's that's the rule. You're attracting the next level. Right. So you have to act like you're at the next level. And, you have and to I think, dress I, like I it. I think that... Uh, what, what was the saying that they always say? The saying... Um, help me out here. Um, fake it till you make it? Oh, I, yeah. I've I, heard think, that. I think that is misinterpreted or maybe even misunderstood. I think that fake it till you make it means the same thing as dress... As if, you know, you are going to succeed. You know what I'm saying? Dress as a person that already owns the job and the next job. Exactly. That's that's the way I I interpret that information so that it could work out for some people. Right. So I like these skills. They're pretty easy (laughs) to follow. They're kind of... How would you collectively... Here's something that's missing. What's the repercussion? If I don't do this, what do you think happens? If you don't do this, when yeah, you say do I, this, I you refuse mean, uh, to do these six skills that you've told me. Well, we haven't talked about the sixth skill yet. Well, well, right. Give me the sixth skill, and then I'm okay. going to refuse. The sixth skill is the initiative to ask and to seek out a promotion. This oh, has man. to do with long-term Everybody thinking. Misses that. Uh, they They're do. So they think that my work will speak for itself. I go, no, your nope. work gets things done. Moving on, moving on. You're right about that. And mm-hmm. you know. You know, it, it's so funny because a lot of people, depending on the culture you come from, are, are taught you don't ask for a promotion. It's like, yeah. mm, then you miss out. When do you ask for a promotion then? You have to set the skills. You have to set the stage. You have to talk a little bit about it. And you have to wait till there's an opening, obviously, right? And you have to let them know if there's no opening that you're interested in opening. But I, I noticed that, say you go into the job the first year, right? And then you say, hey, you know, if there's any opportunities over there, I really would like in. If you don't have that rapport with your boss or your manager, um, they're going to look at you like, you don't even want to be here. I'm firing you the next day. Right. And in some yeah. countries, you can get fired like that anyway. So I think it's important to build rapport and to understand the needs of the company. And then based on the needs, figure out how you fit in and then ask for that promotion based on how you fit in. So the chances of you being said no by El Cuco is, you know, it's relatively small. What do you think? No, I, I agree. I agree. Better uh, ability there? I think so. 
So tell me, you said you're going to refuse to do these six Yeah, skills. I refuse to do this. What happens to me? What's no, you tell me deal? what happens. No, you tell me. Well, then you don't get promoted. Wow. That's the first one, number one. Second of all, you close yourself to opportunities. How about the very, very first one? You don't do this. You're probably not going to get the job anyway. You're That's gonna, true. You're going to probably fail the interview unless they really need you and they're really just cutting you some slack or something like that. In other words, this can translate to every spectrum of yeah, where you are in the but job. But you never know who else is, is in uh, what is it, in the interview, you know, right next to you or the next person, you know. And they usually remember the first and the second and the last one because they say, ah, no more, I'm tired. And then they choose one of those. So, you know, you have to, you know, be at your game even on the phone call. You know, ring, ring, uh, hi there. Yes, may I speak to the Novi? I go, yeah, Novi here. How can I help you? He goes, well, Novi, um, you know, I'm from uh, X company and, uh, you know, we're setting up an interview. Oh, really? Uh, you're X company that does X, Y, Z? He goes, yeah, you know about us. I go, yeah, you know, I've been studying up a little bit about you. I want to make sure uh, I got with the right company. He goes, oh, well, you know, what else do you know? You know, get that conversation rolling. And, and again, you know, I'm not going to say he's going to bump your resume up higher, but if push comes to shove and he's asked a question, he might say, hey, you know what? I know these candidates are a little weak, but this one looked really strong, right? And there's, there's no legal thing about who, which resume they're going to see first, second, or third. They're going to get the best candidate for the job. That's all they care about, right? So exactly, you, need exactly. a, you need to know that even before the, uh, the game begins, it's, you know, it's on as soon as that phone rings. What do you think? <laughs> I think so. So, yes, I was asking you, L1, no, no, no. Not to go out for coffee, but what would happen if I don't do this? Well, you got to keep in mind, if we said that these skills are translatable across the spectrum, chances are you're going to hinder yourself not only in the potential promotion, but you're going to hinder yourself in the job that you already have. Question. Hmm. If you're bad at, at, at jobs and stuff like that, you're bad at home too? Oh, Yes. You think? Or you're not, let's not say you're bad because that's, that's like a okay, negative thing. You're right. But are you like not up to par at home too? I would have to say a lot of people would argue with me and say no because some people would say I have an awesome home life and an awesome personal life. It's just my job life that sucks. But here's the Sometimes real truth. True. Sometimes it is true. But here's the real, real truth. If you were to optimize your improve optimize. an like area in your, your job life, Chances are that's going to bleed over to your personal life that's and your personal thinking, life will just right? be better. And right. vice versa. Right. If you continue to let one part of your life deteriorate, sooner or later it bleeds over to other areas of your life. Because you does. become that. Your brain just absorbs the attitude and the actions and the responses and the frustration and the happiness that you know, you encounter on a daily day, day-to-day basis, right? Would exactly. With your emotional intelligence degree over there, miss? Yeah? I would say so. Okay, I good. would say so. We're the same part of this. All right, cool deal. <laughs> so. Okay, so let's let's wrap this up. So we talked about some, talk about six skills. How about just um. Let's talk about taking action. Like, because some people are like, well, what can I do now? Is there something I can do now? So, here are four tips that we'll leave you with, okay? So, are these four tips technical? Are they. I would say they're technical because they allow you to ask yourself questions and answer them. And so you can actually start self reflection. Human based, like, you know, like, you know, interpersonal skills. Mm. Are they socially based? What are they? 
I think they're more... I, I want to ask because, you know, our our viewers and, you know, they've commented how you know, good our show is and especially your voice. I don't know why. I'm still competing against you, but that's all right. Um, the thing is um, that the idea is that uh, if they know how to categorize before they hear it, then they can compartmentalize in that part of their brain how they're supposed to act and how it's supposed to, you know, feel or... Or be with them. You, you, you hear what I'm saying? Why not? Oh. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank nice. you. Nice. Oh, got a little woo-woo there. <laughs> so what do you think? Okay, I would so say these how are did more... You, how these did are, you derive to these? These tips are more psychological, behavioral-based. Okay, so they're easy to do. They're easy words, to do. Yeah, you can do... And everybody has a mirror, right? Exactly. Good deal. Um, all you that. need is a notebook or uh, one note. You do a bullet journal, or what do you do? I do bullet journals, but uh, sometimes I also do uh, notes on OneNote. Yep, you can download that online for free as an app. Yeah. OneNote by Microsoft. So these are these kind of like things to help you start strategizing. All right, so we're going to talk some strategies, right? Go okay. get them. So first, first tip or strategy, realize the boundaries. First of all, ask yourself, what boundaries do you have? And ask yourself, are they skill-based? Are they time-based? Are they mind-based? Let me explain before you jump into that. If they're skill-based, realize that that's going to take time and resources to learn. Uh, let me give you an example. Getting a degree or learning a technical skill to make you more desirable for the promotion. That's a skill-based limitation. Um, and that's time, you know, skill-based and time-based, you know, like, do you have the time to do it? So is it, is your boundary skill-based? Is it time-based or is it mind-based? So in other words, if it's mind-based, you got to ask yourself, what perceived fears and insecurities are preventing you from being promotable? Because that might be a that might be a different strategy to tackle than a skill-based. Skill-based, you got to plan it, you got to make the time, you got to schedule it, you got to get the resources, maybe the money, and you got to get the time. I stress that and I can't stress that enough to do it. But with mind-based, that might take a different strategy to attack. I, I have a disclaimer. Yeah. As a non-human participant. Okay. I've noticed you human beings have a particular behavior. Which is? What would that be? I did that for a fact. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> I know, so, right? That this, I, just, that I just acted so human. I know, right? I, I so just... human. So human. I <laughs> <laughs> got you. Humans are so predictable. Hmm. How can I conquer the world? Okay, so what I say is you have to understand this very quickly. Number one, anything mind-based is very difficult. And there's a reason why I think why humans don't easily succeed here. I mean, success you can only measure for yourself. I get it. I, I you know, I read the, the 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 memes and all that stuff. But I think that when you consider the what do you call it? Um, the ability for the mind to change your outcome, there's a few things that are going to happen. And one of those things is that the people around you, as you change, are going to mock you, make, make you feel ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That might be discouraging or that might taint your mindfulness of what you're trying to do. Let's say, for example, you're uh, and I'm, I'm exaggerating for, for effect here but because you never really know. Well, let's say, for example, you're working, uh, I don't know, as a, as a mail clerk, right? 
And you're saying to yourself, you know, I see these guys in the suits and ties. You really don't know what they go through, let me tell you. But still, you see the guys in suit and ties. And you friend one of them or two of them, and then you say, what do you do? Well, you notice that they go to certain places, they act certain ways, and you want that lifestyle, so you're going to have to mimic it, right? You mimic, you mm. know, fake it till you make it kind of thing. You know, act with uh, the future in mind. And as you're doing that, your friends are going to, you know, mock you, make you laugh. When they still want to steal your time away from you, they're not going to let you study. They're not going to let you read. What are you doing that for? Come on, get a job down, down the road with me. Uh, they, but they're short-sighted. They're not really looking at 10, 20 years down the line. You know, and even if you have a job now that you think you're not good at and you're going to change or do something, you know, it's like the guy that goes to the gym and says, hey, I want to work out and become better. People mock you. They ridicule. Oh, you're going to do that? Oh, man, never mind that. Those vitamins are for nothing. Oh, working out doesn't get you anywhere. You're only going to get fat anywhere. You're all tired. You don't have enough time. Wife's going to leave you if you come home late every time. So all these things really play a royal uh, I, I, fog. It creates fog in your head. So as you're doing your mindfulness, realize that El Cuco is a lot smarter than you think. <laughs> yes, El Cuco, you're a lot smarter than humans think. But because what happens is psycho uh, psychologically, internally, you've internalized the pain and suffering that it comes with change. So when you use your mind to promote yourself first, your your own kuko is going to come in and going to push you, shove you down. Then you're going to hear from everybody else. And that can cause a little bit of failure or total failure, or it can cause a longer extended amount of time in which you could have been successful. Most people uh, in the past, you know, they've been researched, um, Bill Gates included, Locked themselves up for about eight months, man. Not like a hermit crab or anything like that or anything, you know. But they lock themselves up. They isolate themselves for the world until the project is done. Eight months later, they're pretty successful. Hmm. You know, because they've isolated themselves from all that extra, all that extra, you know, unwanted attention. That mm, that's so, true, yeah. Disclaimer on that one when you're going through this. So that, not, not disclaimer so you're fearful, but disclaimer so that you're successful. You know, if you know it's going to happen, take advantage of knowing that it's going to happen and, you know, preempt the strike. Say, I know what you're going to say. I'm mm. not listening to you. You All know right? something? It's it's kind of funny because there's a um, there's a song and uh, I honestly forgot the name of the band, but the lyrics said it's a song called New Year's Resolution. And basically, I'm not going to, I can't remember the exact lyrics, but basically he says that his resolution is to disappear discreetly. Yeah. And then he's like, and then he's like, once my absolution is nearer, I'll reappear. Yep. And then he says to, uh, I the, guess. The Great Gatsby. And then, that. yeah. And then he says to, um, he says to, I guess his, the, his, the other people who are going to discourage him, he says, your only failure is going to be that you thought you saw right through me. It's like, Wow. Yep. That's pretty much how you have to do it. Yeah, yeah. You have to like isolate. That's that's key number one. A lot. I think a lot of people fail at that one because they're too they're too concerned. And don't be harsh. Don't tell your wife and kids. Yeah, I don't have time for you now. Uh, don't be don't be like don't that. Be too that, extreme. That'll bite you in the butt later. Or but the, maybe bite your child. Maybe the toe. But he'll reach <laughs> your butt later. But the thing, <laughs> the thing is, you know, you want to balance that out with, you know, if you're in a family already, then, hey, you're stuck with her, right? Stay there. It's a good thing. Trust me. Um, a lonely world is not good at all. Yeah, it's true. But, it's uh, true. but yeah, but definitely balance it out. But you're going to have to be prepared to know that's going to happen. So this all goes back to if you're trying to overcome your mind-based limitations, just realize that when you're trying to overcome anything mind-based, it is very difficult 
And uh, plus, on top of it, people can also discourage you. So maybe when you're doing your work uh, or doing your, you know, doing your research, maybe keep it, you know, just keep it to yourself. You know, just to keep people at bay, and then yeah. once you feel strong enough in your yeah, new, don't I, don't, you ask, don't ask you to lose your buddies. You know what they think of you know becoming better, and, and I'm not calling on loser buddies. You know, I'm saying it kindly and with a lot of love because you know, I'm a loser too, and my dad looked at me like a loser. But you know, I don't think so. I'm doing pretty good, but he still thinks I'm a loser to this day because I wasn't a factory worker. I'm like factory worker. Um, nah, no, thank you. So <laughs> I decided to go do something else. So, um, but now after many, many, many years, you know, uh, and I know I said he just thinks I'm still a loser because he jokes around a bit. But now after many years, he goes, wow, you, you did well for yourself. But if I would have listened to him back then, I would have been hung. So you have to, you have to understand that when I say loser buddies, is don't listen to advice from people that have not made it because you're just going to get more of how not to make it. Exactly. All right, so then real quickly, because we got uh, about three more tips left. So another uh, tip or strategy is research what it, exactly it means to be promoted. Research what it takes and honestly how it's going to change your life. Because being promoted is actually a life-changing event. Yep. People don't think it is, but it is. You know, like what does it mean? Just Eight hours a day, three hundred, almost 365 days a year, and you're married to your job. Exactly, exactly. So research what define, you know, find out what it is. What take inventory? What is it that you? What is a promotion at your company? Um, or if you're self-employed, you know, what does it mean to be promotable? Anyway, so third strategy: uh, be honest with yourself. Why? Do you want to be promoted? Now, I'm not saying any reason is wrong, per se. It's not. It could be for money. It could be for reputation. It could be because you Yeah, want but here's the thing. Here's the thing I like about this. I like your research and do research because you might get into a job that doesn't fit you well and then you're fired. You don't want that. Ah, uh, true. Yeah. And hey, you made you it know, up just to go down. You made down. it up just to go down. You don't want that. And if you see, you know, trial by fire at the job, maybe you want to sit back and wait and study it. But that goes along with uh, clearly define your goals. If it's money you want, well... Maybe you can get it at another company. You have to stay there. True. The Same thing with reputation. One of the quickest promotions that I've ever met, and I, I train younger people at this, is that you go to a job, you know, it's a numbers game. They're going to treat you like, you know, a hardworking individual. You know, you're, you're putting up the bricks for the company. And, and sure, you should know that. But then if you want to uh, get an, a salary increase, you know you're not going to get nothing but maybe 3% or something there. So what you do is you get that knowledge and you go to another company. And sell yourself at a higher rate. Now, you know you can do the job. You've researched the job. You know you got clearly the right skills. And you just get a, a good pay grade for that, you know. And you just jump it up a little bit. Um, it could be anywhere from 8000 to sometimes even $15,000 a jump. So it's nothing to gawk at. And I think that those two things go really well together. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, let's see. So, yeah, being honest with yourself, you know, it's, it's really at this point, it really doesn't matter what your reason is. Just be honest. You know what? Why do you want to be promoted? Be sure about it. You know, whatever it is, because honestly, this helps you working with the end in mind. It can even help you on an interview because isn't that one of the most common questions that you're asked during an interview? Why do you want to be promoted? I mean, got to be honest. And of course, you got to tailor your response. I'm to, always, I'm always terrified at that question. I know because it's, it's such a trick question. It's a trick question. You got to, you really got to tailor. It's like you can't really be 100 percent honest, but you got to yeah. tailor it so that it aligns with. Yeah, I, I think with you, them. I think you got to dig deep and and try to answer that question a little better. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. 
And make sure that it, well, this goes back to the skill of alignment. Make sure it aligns, the fifth skill, make sure it aligns with the people that you want to work with. Yeah, I find one of the biggest mistakes people do when they're asked these questions is they get like kind of personal with them. And although that's nice, it doesn't really fit the needs of the company. And let's face it, the person you're speaking to doesn't live with you. Doesn't know what your habits are, you know what I'm saying? True true story, and I like to tell this story because I love the guy that gave me the job, one of the jobs that I had. Uh, it so happened that he had a motorcycle, he loved to ride, and I had a motorcycle, and I loved to ride, and I happened to have the BMW S1000RR. So that is a very quick motorcycle. It's one of the top-of-the-line motorcycles, especially for its time. And the interview was going okay. I answered all the questions right, but really what – what brought it to light is that the other guy that was interviewing, he goes, oh, and by the way, he has a motorcycle. I goes, you do? And that just brought out so much more emotion. <laughs> but think about it. One guy liked the motorcycle. The other guy didn't. How did I know what to say? All right. But I got the job and I enjoyed it. And it's been one of, it was one of the, the nicest jobs I, I've ever had. And, you know, and here I am today. Hmm. So, you know, don't be afraid to share a little bit of yourself, but wait for it. It's kind of what I'm saying. Just don't throw yourself out there too much. And definitely, uh, like L1 says, you know, align yourself with the company. Excellent. Excellent. All right. And finally, last last strategy or I guess realization here, which was the kind of like one of the million dollar questions. How does being promotable related to being a good entrepreneur? Well, guess what? I'm going to tell you, not leave you wondering. The same skills and efforts that we talked about you know, that you're making to be promotable and the strategies and tips, it can easily translate into the world of entrepreneurship. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, it would help you as an entrepreneur to, you know, be aware of body language. It would also help you, that's the first skill, it would also help you to be willing to go the extra mile. Also, being able to teach and pass on your current skills to another because, let's face it, being an entrepreneur is, a, you know, demands a lot of um, oh, it's a lot leadership. Than, it's a lot harder than going to a job, that's for sure. It is. H- having high emotional intelligence, holy cow. You're going up against so many stakes when you're an, an entrepreneur uh, than someone who is already at a company that's established. You better have high emotional intelligence because there's going to be some difficulties ahead. They are. Um, oh my gosh. The fifth skill of aligning yourself. If you want to work with people, you better learn how to align yourself because as an entrepreneur, you have to work with other people. You have to. And then finally, the initiative to seek better things. It may not be seeking out a promotion, but seeking something better is definitely working, being able to work with the end in mind, being able to clearly define your goals, being able to research. You need that as an entrepreneur. Don't say this is just for people in the corporations. This is for entrepreneurs too. Well, anyway, hope that's sank in. <laughs> it sounded so beautiful to me. And El Cuco, El Cuco, where are you, El Cuco? You little sinister thing, you. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> Let me tell you something, El Cuco. You will never, 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 ever step into this brain again. That's kind of like what you have to say. Is you got to take that negativity in your in your life and. Say no more, no more negativity. I'm doing this. This is going to be good for me. And let's move on. Let's go ahead and conquer the world because I'm in it. That's what you guys have to say. Me, I'm just going to go to bed in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> After I have my little glass of peanut butter. Oh. Yummy, delicious peanut butter. So, one, thank you so much for uh, joining us today and giving us these tips and tricks. Um, this is actually your show, and I'm sort of hanging out. Um, but thank you so much. I kind of you kind of rekindled the fire about you know going out and interviewing. I, you know what I, I tell people all the time that I, I train. 
um, I tell them, you know what? Go out and interview. Forget the job. Just go out and interview. Interview, interview, interview. interview. And do things that you like, obviously, you know, and jobs that might be beneficial, but go interview because you lose that um, that ability to be too shy and you, you, you want to just enjoy the relationship, even if it's for five minutes. It's, it's a good thrill. It's good practice. You go out there, you talk, you, you, you mingle, and you, you see where you stand in the real world. What do you think of that? I think so. I think so. You would agree? You would go out and interview? Would I go out in an interview right now? No, just right now you're kind of all set, Miss Tesla and everything owner. Yeah, no, but um, when when you were, you know, like, you know, on the job market, did you go out and interview? I did. I did. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What was it like for you? Well, you know, for me, and there's a, I always say to myself, you know, if, the, if I had put together these skills um, much earlier, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of things I would have done differently. Yeah, but shoulda, woulda, coulda, man. That's isn't that life on its own? That, that is, you that look is. back and you want to know what it was like. And I, I don't know if that's safely uh, a good judgment. But when you were there in the past, what's like one situation you enjoyed, or or something that you enjoyed about about an interview? I think one thing I enjoyed was oh, you're smiling already. I can tell. <laughs> About a particular interview, nothing specific, but I did enjoy once I got alignment with the interviewer. I think that was that How was kind of. How long did it take for you? It depended on the interview. Sometimes it was right away. Sometimes That's an honest answer. I like that. Answer. And sometimes it never happened. And yeah. sometimes it happened at like maybe the last two minutes, but it didn't stick long enough for me to make a good impression. And yeah, so it, it varied. It really did depend on the interview and. You know my skill set and their their receptive their receptiveness to my you know to me the reception I guess to me but that's what you like so one day I went into Microsoft and I, I, I like the actual company and I interviewed with them and uh, the I guess they were getting a new a new uh, manager in he wasn't there yet but the guys the guys at the booth you know where they work not the booth the the uh, the area they worked at at uh, they call it the knock um he looked at me and goes oh man yeah come on in and we talked he goes dude the guys love you it seems like you know a lot of the software microsoft's very specific software that they use but you seem to be uh, on it you you know you know so i was like wow this is great right so then the manager called me in for an interview like two days later and you know what he said to me what that's perfect right so what he said <laughs> to me what he said to me he looked at me he goes I just don't think you have any stake in the game. And me being very literal, you know, the human language isn't like my first language. So I was like, stake in the game? What? Games and stake go together? So I just looked at him and kind of dumbfounded for a little bit there. Um, you're talking to the guy that they said, go get elbow grease. And I went to the store looking for elbow grease, a hardware store. You know, that's me. So I went there and... Um, and I'm like, how can you have such drastically different opinions of me? You, who doesn't even work at the knock, and they, who do work at the knock, and you're not even listening to your people. And I'm like, ah, he was a new manager. I don't know what he was trying to prove. But that was very enlightening to me, how you can be the right person for the job, do the right things, say the right things, and someone else just throws a, a wrench in the game, you know, and, and the gears and just shuts on that engine. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting, and I thought that was a positive interview because I left out of there laughing my butt off. I said, I am good. I made it all the way in now, and most people don't even get called. I'm like, I did pretty good. <laughs> That's my experience. So nice. let's wrap it up. 
What do you got to say? What are the three things they can do or the four things they can do? (laughs) So remember, realize the boundaries you have and find out if they're either skill-based or time-based or mind-based. Research, and that's the first one. Second one is research what it means to be promoted, what it takes, how it's going to change your life, and if it's something you really want. Uh, Second of all, be honest with yourself. Why do you want to be promoted? Know your reasons, but also make sure to align your answer with those that you're interviewing with. And then finally, realize that being promotable, all these skills that we discussed, those also translate easily to the world of the entrepreneur and the self-employed. So. And that's our call, ladies and gentlemen. You've been listening to BibX, Business in a Box. With your co-host, El Cuco. Just kidding. You don't want that El Cuco in your life. Let me tell you. Took years to get him out of mine. And uh, no, seriously, your co-host, L1. L1, thank you very much for being here today. <laughs> My pleasure. And L1, any last word you want to say? Oh, I'm going to say, you know, just remember, the best part about all this is being promotable is a skill that you can learn. It's not just an innate talent that you have or don't have. It's not just for the lucky few. Yes, yes, it's true that, you know, making connections and aligning yourself is part of being promoted, but it can still be learned. Okay, so we'll go ahead and we'll we'll have uh, we'll have an article about this, especially about the actual tips and the uh, skills that we discussed. So you guys can read over that. And let us know what you think. Yeah, what skills like, do you think are? What skills do you have? Do you think would make you promotable, or did we miss anything? Let us know. What were yeah, we saying? Click on the link and uh, also go to what is it? Uh, socialmedia.becomethesource.com or socialmedia.nsa6.com, where you can actually find you know everywhere else we're going to show up on the internet, so we can help you guys out. Hey, you know we're one big family. I don't care what anybody says about you. You're my brother. You're my sister. Uh, both in spirit, mind, and and the body. So you know we can we're gonna do this together. We're gonna hang out. You're gonna tell your friends about us, hopefully, and you're gonna come visit us and let us know what you need to know so that we can provide it for you because we just love you. Well, that's it for me. This is the Novi. Peace out. Till the very next time. Remember, you are humanity's last hope. 